Lads, lasses, punting masses, welcome one and all. Better late than never to the maths podcast. Well, we're a little bit late on the update, but gee, it's been a busy week. And it's a busy weekend. We've got to cramp in the maths podcast and the Super Bowl podcast in the one night. And coming up also on this podcast and the Super Bowl podcast, the better half herself, the one and only Melanie. How are we? I am wonderful. I hope you all out there are having a wonderful day getting ready for Valentine's in, on Monday. Ooh, Valentine's Day on Monday. I Oh, baby, you got something planned for your man for Valentine's I Day? I have. I think you're going to like it. It's going to go a little like this. Oh, it's going to go a little like this, is it? Oh. Oh, and maybe a little bit of something like this. Oh, there we go. Look out. Mm, mm, mm. Two days can't come quick enough, baby. Mm-mm. None of these couples on this show over nine seasons have lasted as long as us. So uh, we, we, might need, we might need to take over the experts, I think, and pick these couples. What do you think? I think it might be a fair deal. It might be a fair deal. Now, we're going to go into this one. See how your memory jolts on these, dear, because the honeymoons are over. And, of course, well, Samantha, when she left the honeymoon, they moved in because we were just catching the tail end of the Samantha and Al thing. She's still keeping her cards close to her chest due to being previously hurt. And uh, Al just wants Samantha just to open up a little bit over dinner before they went to the thing and see uh, his side of things with that one. Yeah, uh, I think the whole thing with Al and Samantha, it's a tricky one, isn't it? You know, a lot of people have been hurt uh, in the past. There's a lot on this show that appear that you way. You know, um, I think it's it's a really great example of not carrying baggage into your new relationship. I, I, I think, feel like that's that sort of a direction there. I think a lot of people on this show come in with baggage. And that's a problem. Because Al seems pretty cool. Like, I think he's got it together mm, a bit. Even though know? he's got no idea what he's doing. But, but he, he's doing the best he can. He's doing the best he can with like what he's, he's being matched he's, with. He's got it together a bit. He's, like, you know, like he's, well, at least in his own mind he has. Mm. <laughs> now, everybody moved in. Everybody moved into their apartments except for one couple. Now, our friend Anthony's moved into the Sky International up there on his own because he, he left the honeymoon from Celine. Oh, geez, oh, wrong button, I think. And, uh, yeah, so that's what's happened there. But we're going to get to them later on as well but we're going to move on to the dinner party first the first dinner party mmm the dinner parties where Mitch says he's going to tell everybody that Alice cuffed him to the bed on the first night ah, dear me and Ella likes that idea she probably likes both ideas actually what do you think of them two I think those two are having a wonderful time enjoying each other physically it'll be interesting to see where the emotional outcome happens we're going to check on that later because it was confessions week as well so we're going to check on that then we had Andrew and Holly Yeehaw! of course Andrew and Holly and still she's still getting over the uh, honesty box old uh, Holly They've, but they seem to have sorted out the issues before the dinner party on the honesty box. Do you remember what the issue was in the honesty box? 
for Andrew when they said when they asked asked how um, into me. She remember she said how into me are you? And remember he said that you know the the, the sex wasn't that good and the, uh, the one night yes, stand yes, thing. Yes, yes, poor yeah. Holly. Well, what do we think about that? Um, there's a room for honesty and there's a room for sensitivity, and I think that we uh, need to make sure we enter both of those. Um, I think one of the things to take away from that is the um, the whole point of being honest with somebody is about open communication, and when that communication is um, brutally delivered, you actually do the opposite mm. and close that down. Yeah, yes, well, and I feel like Andrew needs to take a bit of a look at that. Yes, but that's why it's called the honesty box. For a reason. It's going to be brutal on this show. Why they continue with the brutal, I just don't know. But that's why. But they, but Holly, they both agreed that Holly was going to discuss this at the dinner party with all the other women. Which was one of the things I actually thought was uh, good that Andrew wasn't... Um, you know, shy from from confronting that. He was okay with that. I feel like there is a difference in um, perhaps Andrew's outlook on life and um, Holly's outlook on life. But I also feel like that Andrew does need to be more sensitive, but Holly probably needs to stop singing that song, I Want a Baby. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. What do you think of the women discussing each other's bedroom antics on, on, on the show? Look, I think there's a place for women in general, like speaking honestly, I think there's a place for women and men to talk about that kind of thing quite openly. But I mean, there's open and then there's putting your partner down. I think you sort of got to look at it from that perspective, mm-hmm. you know, because I think you're not going to get develop um, knowledge and learning skills by kind of just downing on everything that your partner mm. does. You don't grow from that experience. So I sort of feel like that the communication needs to be a bit more open. Yeah. Now there's two chicks on there that are going to be really sort of dampeners on the on the di- in the dinner party. One was Dominica, of course. Dominica, with her, with her, oh, yes. I have an opinion and that's it. But Dominica has an opinion on everything. We're just starting to see that come out a lot now, I think. Dominica has an opinion on everything that's not to do with Dominica also. Mm, so mm, mm. that's always an interesting thing mm. when you get somebody who is of that personality type because <clears> they <throat> seem to find a way to create chaos even when there seems to be peace by everybody else. Yeah, now I could so have she an, should be an interesting character over would. the following week. Now I could have an opinion on her haircut. She kind of looks like Fergal Sharky from the 80s. Remember that song of Fergal Sharky's, The Good Heart, that one? Yeah, kind of looks like that. She needs to update herself. Hello, lady, it's 2022. Let's get a new haircut. And let's talk about this whole why we're on the subject of Dominica. Well, let's what's, talk we're get, about. We're getting that because that's in the confession. It's getting in the confessions week. Uh, we got to get to the the other one was Tamara. That was funny when they all got together when they walked in, and Tamara asked Andrew because they were all discussing what was going down. Asked her where, asked Andrew where he was from, and he says, "I'm from Dallas, Texas." Where <laughs> this is a good one. Tamara said, "I've always wanted to go to Texas. That's where all the serial killers come from." Yeah, interesting concept on that. Yeah, um, not sure that that was great. In we'd look at you know today's today's society is uh, very political correct. I'm not quite sure if that kind of borders into a little racism right about there. Well, it's funny how some of these things have been brought up. Now Tamara said her thing. The other things coming up later, and of course there's the end bit, which we're going to get to in the confessions box between. Cody and Selena, which everyone's labelled as racist, but they've actually twisted that out of whack. We're going to get to that too. All right. It seems that Andrew and Holly's agreed views on the honesty box didn't go well with guess who. 
Domenico. Domenico. Stating that if that was me, he can finish himself off permanently because he isn't getting it from me. Well, lady, after what you revealed later in the week, I wouldn't have been getting it from you at that stage either. Because we're going to get to that. That is just nasty. Now, the most nasty piece of work, of course, absolutely we know who that is. That is being Celine on the show. Uh, she's got a bit of a problem walking in there, arrives alone in a napkin she was wearing, basically. She walks straight in from the bank nightclub, determined to bullshit her way to all the women about what happened between her and Anthony, but the experts weren't buying none of it. No, exactly. And the thing about that, I mean, I guess that's going to come out when we have the expert um, experts come in and, you know, they've got to go and do their little seat thing that they do typically in um, maths. Yeah, I think it will come out there. But I, I, I actually thought that the way Celine has behaved is a really poor effort from a woman. So many women are looking for that romantic person and looking for someone who to express and show love. Anthony seems to have gone above and beyond. Now, even if she wasn't a person who really liked that kind of thing, certainly her delivery of that was just unnecessary. And it was really, really ungracious. So I feel as a woman, it's really disappointing to see a woman behave in that way and and then expect to be treated with any kind of respect. There's a category of maths contestants. There are those who genuinely want it. And, of course, the baggage, the rowdy, 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 rowdy. Those who just want to get their head on TV. Yeah, and it certainly appears that this particular individual's character is displaying itself like that, which is really disappointing. Mm, So that's Celine. We're going to get to more of that later on. Oh, wrong button again for her. Sorry about that. Uh, Now, the producers, I reckon, as everybody walks in, you get the ones we're talking about. Come in first, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, right, right. Then you get the dribs and drabs in between. Everyone flies in. Oh, here's these two. Oh, here's these two. Oh, here's these two. Last. We always get the ones that come in last. The tension that uh, come in to it when Anthony rocked in last. In amidst the tension, oh, amidst the tension, because you can, I reckon you can feel the tension in the room, Al decides to break out the shoey. Uh, that was an interesting thing, and Samantha did not take that well. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was that was very interesting. Look, he's 25, he's young. You know, I look, I mean, he was doing the worm on their wedding day. Like, you know, it, the list goes on. But, you know, I kind of feel a little sorry for Al because I feel like he really wants to make an effort. He really wants to do this. He's just not quite well, he, there. He did it as a... And then you got Samantha, who really just has a particular profile in mind of what everything should look like and is kind of expecting Al to perform at that level, which seems to be, at this stage, mm. based on a critiquing performance yeah. rather than an actual getting to know you. Not that I would drink anything out of my own shoe to begin no. with. I think that's just rather no, gross, considering. But Brent had the worst reaction because he was <laughs> the foot guy, <laughs> realising that... He's got to put the shoe back in his foot with the wet sock. And he's like... Ugh. And he was horrified. Absolutely horrified. Having said that, don't we love Brent? He's kind of cool. He's winning. He's slowly winning. He's really cool. Slowly yeah, winning. He's breaking down those barriers. And Ella's getting... Now Ella's getting concerned now that her and Mitch are not the hottest item in the room. Because there's Olivia and Jackson now. Yes. Uh, Haven't they stepped up? Oh, they are just the most beautiful yeah. couple. Who, if they could, would have got their freak on on the dinner table, <laughs> I reckon. 
<laughs> but they seriously are a beautiful couple and they seem to be quite genuine they come across as very caring and the great thing about them i'm really loving is the communication style between those two mm. do you reckon they packed the doggy bag took it back to the to the apartment building and just played with the food on each other or uh, it could have been a possibility yeah oh, i'm thinking they would have yeah. checked it out oh yeah get some get in there get in there fella if you want some tips just ask Listen to the podcast and just message us and we'll, we'll give you some good tips. Now, Confessions Week. Confessions Week. Ooh. <laughs> now, Confessions Week is a few tests. There's the photo tests where you're going to do the hottest... Well, if you're the woman, you've got to rate the hottest man to the ugliest. Um, you've got to rate... Uh, I can't think what else you had to do. Watch some videos of the auditions. Um, anything else I've missed? We've probably written it down. It'll jot my memory. The couples now, of course, as I said before, have done it. Jackson's little Udi Batuti. I didn't know what the hell. After they saw the wedding photo of each other in their room. Udi Batuti. Oh, there we go. Now it's Confessions Week and Olivia, Olivia and Jackson have to rate the all-new votes. These are the all-new votes. In order, oh yes, this is the one they had to do. Yes, yes. Now, I know some people on a radio show did these votes during the week uh, and you can tell which ones was who if you can guess who who it would be the Mads and Lakey show on Hit FM rated this one you've got to rate in order what you think is more important sex a good sex having children money the good job or the looks uh, okay loving the idea okay we're, we're gonna get to that first so, uh, where are we at? Where'd they rate that as? Oh, they both rated that uh, in order. They both rated in order the good sex first, then the children, then the money, then the job, then the looks. That's what they rated in, in order. Most of the couples I've noticed that seem to be getting along have rated the sex first, but the ones who rated the children first, Dominica, not Dominica, Jack did, and he's got some problems. Yes. Yes, yes, that is. Uh, that seems to be an interesting thing, doesn't it? Um, the thing about that box, yeah, I think when it comes, particularly when we're talking about Mr. Jack and... Uh, Jack and Dominica. Dominica? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we need, to, we need to sort of look at if we really are on the same page because, you know, Jack, he's into Dominica, but I wonder... How much? Well, he had a little bit of a problem this week, and we're still getting to that. Firstly, that face mask was probably one issue that she had on. The one that glows in the dark, and, and, and you sort of know about this mask a little bit. Yes, I do. It glows in the dark for like, what, 15 minutes? About 20 minutes. That and you it's would a leave face it tightener? Yeah. Yeah, but it basically um, offers a um, facelift through... Lighting. Okay, it's tight enough. Her uh, face is pretty tight. <laughs> Seriously, so it's. I think she needs to get her money back. But I wonder if this. Mr. Jack is as into Dominica as it's, he seems to say. I just wonder over this last week, it's been interesting. I think she needs to get a mouth tightener. To be yeah, honest. I think that, that, that that's what I'm saying. I think that's an area for Jack, and it's going to be an area that's going to come out more and more because why he likes her spark. I think he doesn't like that she can cause trouble. Okay. Now, Domenica, we're getting into the intimacy issues because she reckons, her <laughs> words, intimacy has gone to shit. And this can be getting justified from just damn desperate and weird. Because we're going to tell you why it's getting weird. 
Dominica's problem is that she can't get her freak on while she's on her monthly cycle. Hmm. Uh, who could blame Jack for the dude? He's not. He's not Dexter, and he's certainly not Hannibal Lecter. And uh, no, absolutely, that is off limits. Yeah, um, that's an interesting one, and, and actually, I'm really surprised that they would sort of bring that out in the show because, like, I feel like that's such a personal decision between a couple. I was, um, and I sort of feel like it's not something that uh, should be spoken about on national TV, but. Um, that being said, yeah, I think Damika's delivery of that, like, was pretty, pretty bad, really. It kind of put a perspective that it gives an impression that Dominica really has to have sex 24-7 mm. or she's just not going to be satisfied. And let's be honest, in, in a real, real marriage and a real day-to-day life situation, that doesn't happen for any couple because doing, you know, having sex every single day of the week is not always popular. Pe- people get sick, people get tired from work. All those kind of things. So we shall see what those demands lead to. Mm, it's Tinder television. It is Tinder television. Mm, that's probably really. a good one. So, <laughs> so Jack, in his right mind, must say no to the... Wacky slash. Yeah, he really should say no to that. I would say no to that too. So I'm on Jack's side on that one. Now, oh my God. Here we go. Holly's got, Holly's got the Ooga Booga Sage ceremony going. Do you remember, do you remember this? She walks in the room with her little sage stick, plant, whatever. She's lit it up all over the place, all over herself, all over Andrew. The universe has brought me my husband. So I'm all pretty over sure the room. that Holly is... Holly often talks about the universe bringing things to her. I'm pretty sure that Holly's not in the universe most times. No, I don't think she's in the universe. And that would have, I would have, that would have made me go, Hi, I'm honey, I'm in the room like the, like the gif of Grandpa Simpson. Hang my hat up, see that going on, turn around, put my hat on, go back out. The character that Holly has um, in maths certainly appears to uh, be one of um, quite high high maintenance and uh, one that is um, definitely maybe not focused on reality. Yeah. The only thing, other thing we can mention from the Jacksons and Olivia side of things on Confessions Week is the, just the audition tape. And it was really, the audition tape was nothing different that we already didn't know already from Jackson. And Olivia probably knew that too because it's been ad nauseum all the way through. So there was not really much of a highlight in that. So the next bit we go to is we got the Andrew's uh, confession thing. Now, here we go. Andrew and his, I've slept with 350 women and I'm damn good at sex. Hey. Yeah, um, I'm just going to say that if we've slept with 350 women, chances are there hasn't been a repeat, which makes me wonder how good at sex he really was. <laughs> there might have been a repeat. There seems to be no repeat offenders in that. So if that's the case, I'm just wondering how good he is. Yeah, he wants to do everything bar pegging. Yeah. Now, I looked up pegging actually, because there was a big uh, trend of uh, what is pegging. Now, pegging, my dear, you, I asked you the other day what pegging was because I didn't have a clue and you gave me an explanation. Yours was not correct. <laughs> and your explanation would probably be better than the one that it actually is. <sighs> Let's just say out of one or two or more of those 350 women that he slept with, 
and I've got, I would have to probably say one, this probably a thing I really want to try pegging. Pegging is when the female straps on a strap on and you get my drift. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing to say to that. No, yeah. Even... Two things we're not trying. We're not trying this. Walkie slash. No, and we're not pegging. <laughs> so you can scrub those two things off your list. That's good because they ain't never going to be on them. <laughs> well, they ain't going to be on them. That would be just bad because and wrong. ill and ill and after right. that ill. Then, no, thank you. Then we get on to Holly's photo opinions. Now, Anthony is dead last because she sided with, with, uh, the, the, uh, with, uh, with this one. In the dinner party. She reckoned she put all the gentlemen first, which was really weird because I can't remember if I even put the runs, but the gentlemen were like, they were good looking. This is kind of weird. So obsessive that she can't get past the fact that Andrew would have liked to have taken his time. Holly's obsession's really killed any spark now. And last we saw Andrew split. Big fight, yeah. split. Yeah, and look, I've got to say two things about that, actually. Um, and one is that yeah, Andrew's got a right to sort of say, whoa, slow down there, cowgirl. Like, we're going to just, just let this ball roll, mm. you know, let's see where it's going to happen. But at the same point, Holly was also only revealing what was her greatest fear, and that is a, a, a very reasonable fear at 36 yes. to say the urgency of being a parent is something that's important to her. And I think Andrew initially handled it very sensitive, but le later on, I think he was just looking for an opt-out button with Holly, oh, and that was it. He gave the explanation of, of, there was one line where he said, let's see where I am at, in a couple of years. I don't mind changing nappies and that when I'm 39 or 40, sort of thing. It's called married at first sight. Take your time. It's not sperm bank or IVF at first sight. Well, I, I agree with all of that too, but I also understand Holly's emotions of um, and her fear of parenting. Now, the next night after after, Hol after, oh, Holly, after Andrew moved out, we see Andrew sitting there. It was his daughter's birthday and he hadn't been away from her daughter, so Holly did a great thing. She made some little cupcakes with a little note and that went down well in the end. Yeah, and I thought that was actually really thoughtful. Holly, one thing to her credit is, as high maintenance as she may be, she actually comes out... Um, and she does, she does have a very caring heart and she is right there when when Andrew reveals any kind of um, vulnerability she's right there to carry that um, and walk through that with him which I actually really admire mm. about her now we're going to move on to Samantha and Al who in his words is popping his cherry on Al in regards to the washing machine hey. so as he's as in doing the washing and not Samantha on the washing machine which probably would might have been Al's idea yeah, I'm going to go with that was probably Al's idea. But, um, yeah, look, I, I actually, in that uh, that coupling, I feel like Al's actually the one doing more growing mm. than Samantha. Um, Samantha seems to be quite demanding on you need to be mature, you need to be at this level, you need to be earning this income. This is a man who has um, achieved quite a lot at such a young age, having a couple of houses already. Yeah, he might live at home with his mum, but he's single. He hasn't had a reason to, to go stepping out to be in a partnership with anyone. And he works very, very, very hard. So I think on the score and level of maturity, at 25 to own two properties is not bad going. That's not bad going at all. 
Later, Samantha and Elle did their confessions where compare the photos, which is always a bad idea. It always ends bad, in my book. But Samantha picked Andrew and Anthony as one and two. Now, I remember you picked when we did this Andrew and Anthony at one and two when you, when you looked at them all. So, uh, but Al, uh, Al was equal. No, Anthony would have been first for me. Oh, oh, look out. There you go. But putting Al equal to Jack, which was about number three or four of all people, is a bit rough. Well, I mean. Even though it's the honesty box. I think that the reason that um, she did that was more to try and um, bring Al down a peg or two. She didn't really want to, um, yeah, build his ego because mm. Al seems to be well established in mm, that. Mm. Um, by the same point, I don't know that it's egotistical <coughs> as much as it's just confidence. Mm. And I think that often gets mistaken for egotistical. Well, the classic line of the night was when Al put uh, Celine up there at number one. Only because he said you've got to put the MILF at number one. <laughs> which, which in turn, Samantha, did what you do. Remember when I say something and you go, oh, you shouldn't say that because it's... But you laugh and think it's funny. That's what Samantha, exactly what Samantha did. She did think it was funny. And I think, you know, it, the Al will probably bring out a lot of, um, you know, let's chill, relax and enjoy life a little bit with Samantha. And I don't know that that's a bad combo. Mm. But Al did put Samantha at number one in the end. Yeah. Which is very sweet of Al. So he's getting to the sweet side. He's yeah, learning this. He's, he's learning. He's working that magic. Work the sweet side magic first, Al. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Ah, so the only scene we got from Samantha and Al after the final night of the week was Al successfully cooking. Yes, he did make spaghetti bolognese and did not poison Samantha. No, so not as far as we know. We well, might watch it tomorrow know, night and then what after yeah, that. Confessions <laughs> Week. She might be just driving and the porcelain. And got acquainted with the washing machine. She so might be driving see. the porcelain bus. <laughs> now, Brett sat through Tamara's audition video for their Confession Week, which got discussion going. Uh, she she got the video was the same as the wedding. Wanted the man, the prim and proper job, the car, not a shit car. Got to wear designer clothes, nothing from Kmart, which yeah. really made Brett unhappy. Yeah, because Brett, again, um, very, very successful businessman. Um, you know, pandemics hit a lot of people, but nonetheless, a hugely successful person um, and a very, very, um, you know, accreditable character. Um, and even during all of his successes, one of his key elements and the things that are really important to Al is not to be looking down mm. on people. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, that video did bring uh, uh, Tamara unstuck with Al. A bit unstuck. Uh, with, um, two two things on this. She's been hurt probably a little bit by guys that weren't. Yeah, let's and just I say, think that's where Tamara we'll, is also coming from. We'll call them not up to the standard. Do we call them, should we call it that? Won't I lift think their what Tamara's trying to say in her own way is that, um, well, how I'm reading it is that she's been used by perhaps males in the past because she's a high income earner, a high achiever. Mm. And what she's saying is she just wants someone who's going to level up yeah. and she's not going to have to do all the work and carry it only to have that person walk out of And she life. might have just exaggerated the resume just to yeah, get Yeah, and I think she has just done that. And then when, because even when she heard it back, she was horrified. Mm. Now she was like, I can't believe I said that. Now it finishes, now Brent's out the door with me too on this one. The, 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 the tuna and eggs breakfast. 
It was so bad that Tamara kicked him out the door. It smelt that bad. He's out. He's out of that. I cannot do that. Imagine that. I'd be out too. I'd be in the apartments with the other two dudes if we're cooking <laughs> eggs and tuna for breakfast. Now, Mitch and Ella, we have a little bit of a problem now with the love we bunnies. We do with the little love bunnies. We do. They had a problem with the hard questions bit because Mitch mm. had no idea what the hard questions bit. So we had to Google some. Yeah, and I really think that this is where Mitch and Ella are going to come unstuck. Even Ella herself can be fairly superficial in regards of the whole looks and sex thing. And the thing about that is that looks and sex is all fun and games, but you've got to live with someone at the end of the day. Mm. So when you think about marriage, which is supposed to be for the rest of your life, you know, um, you've got to think of that compatibility button. Hey, and if that doesn't work, then that's just, it's just not going to flow no, through. Add some interests and some goals and some... Yeah, let's add some yeah. common goals, some grounding to that. Let's Go talk about what coffee, we want to do. Go out for coffee, do that over what we want to do. Let's make it something you know real and that's something that's you know what we're going to do together because yeah. at the moment i think ella and mitch they're only together is in bed mm, mm. and the rest of it sort of falls short from there well here's questions of what's the strangest place you've had sex and the most embarrassing moment didn't really sit well because it wasn't deep she wanted deep not that she's had enough of yes. deep but she she wanted actually some emotionally deep, not physically deep. Yes, mm. and this is where Mitch struggles. So he's definitely not a talker. So we shall see. Okay, then we come to Selena and Cody, the talking, well, one of the talking points of the week. First, it was the photo challenge where Celine ranked Brent, Mitch and Al top three. Now, most of the girls did put like Mitch, Al... And I believe it was, who was the other guy? The other good look, Jackson. Some even put like Jackson down the bottom and put Mitch and Al up there with some other, other dudes. Real weird. Real weird. Uh, Cody ranks Samantha, Ella and Tamara top three. The Insta Babes, because you know how I'm from the Northern Beaches, baby. You know, the comb over Northern Beaches. What's also annoying me about this dude is every shot, and it goes from him to Selena back to him, his hair is moving. Is it, a, is it alive? Is it a gerbil? The comb over is moving to this side. Goes back, comes back. It's over here again, over the combed over. You come back, it's down on his foot. What's going on with that hair? <laughs> it is terrible, that hair. You know, this is a subject that um, I would like to open up a little bit more here. Um, which bit are we getting? With Which bit would you like to open up on? With... Um, Cody and... Answering Selena's question about the nationality? Yeah. All right, well, we'll get to that. He's answering the question, the hard the question was of nationality came up. Now, he answered it correctly. And you do yours first, or do you want me to do my take first? I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. All right. Um, so what I saw from that was he's definitely got a problem with it being Asian. There's, there's no... No ifs or buts about that. Um, and that's been very evident um, from the time that they got together, right? Um, and uh, I don't think it's because he doesn't consider her to be beautiful. I think he does consider her to be beautiful. I think the key element here is that he's not dated someone who is of Asian or Oriental background, mm -hmm. um, if that's the right word to say. Forgive me if it's not. No, that's correct. Um, that's, what he's, that's why he picked the others in the so top. And so I think that... Um, 
that because of that issue, I think there's a whole range of things that probably come into someone's mind when you're thinking about dating someone from another nationality if you've not been used to it. And that, that very essence of that is culture. What's that going to look like? Is he going to fit into a culture like that? Because everyone has different beliefs, things like that. And also, too, it's to, the question was, did he find her attractive? And, and was it about her? She asked whether or not it was about her nationality. When he answered yes to that question, I don't think he was answering it from the perspective as a racist thing. I think he was answering it more from the perspective that he honestly just hasn't dated someone who was Asian no. before. The biggest mistake that he made in the whole statement, and the statement that's going to be just headlined, is, I am not a racist. Mm. So as soon as people say, I am not a racist, social media like Twitter, of course, is going to say, you're a racist. You go on the show, you know, and you go, I wonder what my bride's going to look like. Uh-huh. Out of all the th- people you're imaging on that show, what are you imaging? What your bride, what your, say you're the group, what, oh, you're the bride. What would you be looking for? In that's not, What would you be looking for? Uh, what would you be expecting in a man? Tall, dark and handsome? Sorry, ask the question again. I got lost. When you're, if you're the, if you're the bride... Yep. And you're w- wondering what your man looks like. What are you expecting? Are you expecting tall, dark and handsome, white? Or... The, I think in the case of maths, I, I don't think I'd have an expectation because, you know, I, I'm gathering they would have probably asked questions like that. But then having said that, Cody and Celine, uh, Selena have ran into this problem. Yeah. But um, I think that, yeah, I mean, like I'm into cultural diversity, so that would be of no yes. issue to me. But... Like there's eight couples... We have an Italian descent. They're Australian anyway. Turkish descent. I believe she's Australian-born anyway. And an Asian descent. Now, the five of them are still white. Mm. You're not going to turn around in that show say 83% of the brides are going to be white. Mm. So you're not expecting, geez, I wonder if I'm going to hit that 17%. Yeah. When you turn around and see. Obviously, he's turned around and gone, well, that's not what I'm used to. But he's said, geez, she's gorgeous and, and, and hot and everything like that. So... But yet he hasn't wanted to take the next step with Selena. And I think the thing that's hurting her is that he really his comments have really made her feel very worthless. And, and I believe that, um, you know, a lot of his comments have been like that. Mm. Um, whether he's meant it or not, I, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily fully convinced that he's meaning it as geography as it's coming out. Um, I just don't think he's thinking about his wording very well. No. And I think his communication skills are probably not great. But, um, and I think the other thing that that is painfully obvious in this show, they ask people to be honest, but there is a difference between honesty and cruelty. And when we deliver an honest message, we need to be sensitive, particularly Mm. around cultural differences. And and there again is a difference also with the baggage. She's carrying the baggage in, in on this show. We'll quickly do Anthony and Celine. They've gone back and forward with the old argument of she's gone, but it's your fault because you left on the honeymoon, which is she hasn't. She's still not living in denial of why he left the honeymoon. The worst one, though, and the worst one was the honesty box. Watching Anthony's audition tape and what she did, she was texting. Yeah, All she the had way no interest through whatsoever. It. No interest. And really, from the moment that 
she's done a show pony stuff for the camera, she really has not been interested in getting to know Anthony on any level. Mm-hmm. Um, Celine is probably one of the most disappointing um, people on the show. Um, in regards of, on so many levels, this girl is a, a highly social media profile person. And, um, you know, there's, there's young people watching her and seriously, like there's just so many, so many aspects of this. I really don't like the young people on this show are behaving better than, than to be honest. Yeah, they really are. And and, and I mean, I know she's been through her stuff, but you know what? So have a lot of people and they don't act like that. She hasn't said anything Um, about being through her stuff. She She said nothing. She just doesn't have to act like that. She's choosing to, and she's doing it deliberately to me. She comes across. She comes across very narcissistic. Mm. Yeah. Yep. She really does. The tension's all about her, even to setting up Anthony at the dinner party, all that kind of thing. She comes across um, red flagged for narcissism. Mm. We're going to go and uh, come back with that next week because it's the, what's it called? I can't think what it's called when they all come together in the one room and they would sit there. I can't remember. It'll come to me next week on the Maths Podcast. We'll do that next week. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time we do maths. Say goodbye, my dear. Bye, everyone. Have a good one.